Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, St George's Day, the 23rd of April. Today's headlines, we had the ASX 200 closing up five points to 7,061 at the end of the day. Having been down most of the day, we finished the day in positive territory after we saw a little bit of a squeeze up in banks towards the close. That gives us a whole two-point change for the week on the ASX 200, down two points, not 2%, two points for the week. We had a high today of 7,061, which was the close, and a low of 7,037. So once again, quite a narrow range and the market very much still drifting around. Steel futures in China reaching new highs. The big bank basket higher at $169.67. The Alltech Index unchanged today. Currently Dow Futures, as I record this podcast, up 39 points. The Australian gold price falling back to 23.07. And 10-year yields popping back higher to 1.72% today. Australian dollar steady at 77.31 cents. Bitcoin crumbling to 49,484, breaking through that $50,000 level. Uh, There are some rumours around about some changes that Janet Yellen may have in mind for Bitcoin as far as capital gains go. Nothing confirmed, but just whispers. Asia markets mixed. Japan down 0.8 and China up 0.7% today. But really a, a nothing day at the headline rate. Very much a drift around sort of day. But that big bank basket did show some good signs today. Again, holding steady and then closing higher on the close at 4.10. Macquarie also having a good day today, up 1.3%. CBA was the standout in the banking sector. It was up 0.28 of a percent. Uh, ANZ up 0.4 of a percent as well. Healthcare was a little bit to the good as well. We had CSL up 0.2 of a percent coming into the close, and Fisher and Paykel up 1.2%. There, uh, the tech stocks though not faring quite so well today. After pay down 1.2 percent, zero only up 0.24 percent. After a broker mentioned that a miss to guidance could be to the upside, the risk being to the upside on a miss there. The Alltech index flat in the mining stocks. We saw BHP lose 0.2 percent, Fortescue up 1.6 percent. Today and one of the big winners today in mining was DeGray mining up 20.2%. Some really good drill hits there with visible gold being seen. The rest of the gold's not doing quite so well. Newcrest down 0.9 of a percent and Northern Star down 1.2%. In the industrial market, we saw a big nasty fall today in Kogan down just over 14%. Back down to $10.69. Hard to believe they were $21 at one stage, but it does seem as if shopping habits have changed on the COVID clampdowns being released. And we've also seen a build-up in inventory and higher costs for Kogan hitting their EBITDA. So stock down 14.3% today. In other news, on the corporate front, AMP announced a cunning plan, a plan so cunning it could have a professor of cunning attached to it. They are going to split the company into two parts. 
good AMP and bad AMP. Uh, private wealth will be the good part of the AMP. Uh, that closed up 0.9% today, but it's certainly nice to see at least anything positive from AMP. And uh, Bopari also has announced that he is leaving the building there as well. Vital Harvest received yet another bid from Macquarie Bank up to 124 cents, $1.24 now. And we did see other Asian-facing stocks today uh, faring not so well. Of course, we have seen an increase in tension again between the local federal government and the Chinese government on the Belts and Road initiative that they have stopped down in Victoria. We saw the A2 milk down 3.4% today and Blackmores, which fall in the same basket, down 6.3% today as well. In other news, we saw Accent, the shoe guys. They bought a company called Glue Store. They rose 11.1% on the deal. Uh, not a huge deal, but obviously the market does like that. Aluka up 0.1% on production down on the quarter and perpetual up 0.3% with assets under management 95.3 billion at the end of March which was up from 89.2 billion in terms of runners and riders today and the big moves in big stocks and little stocks we had de Grey, as i say up 20.2% accent up at 11.1 newix had a good bounce today just my luck down 7. Point, uh, rather up 7.5%. And Megaport, Bevan Slattery will be breaking out the Moe again this evening. Megaport up 5.2%. And 3DP as well, doing well today. Following on from yesterday, up 10.5%. I should have been more aggressive on my buy on that one yesterday on the call. So that's a pretty good one. Monodelphus certainly enjoying the settlement of the Rio claim that they had up another four percent today so clearly leverage to the iron ore side of things with that iron ore price at 182 183 us dollars we saw jb hi-fi catching a little bit of the kogan disease i suspect today down five percent and temple and webster falling into the same bracket there with another fall well, not actually a fall. They rose 1% today. But the Temple and Webster lookalike, which is my deal, uh, fell 7.5% today. So a little bit of stability creeping into Temple and Webster. But my deal, which looks remarkably the same on their website, remarkably similar products and remarkably similar prices, falling 7.5%. One Healthcare up 4% on its quarterly. And Greenland Minerals still under pressure as that change in government has called into question their rare earths and uranium project in Greenland, down nearly 8% again. 88E, the energy company that had lots of rockets, down 10% today. And Rhythm Biosciences as well down 8% today. Speculative stock of the day today was Brockman Mining, which saw big volumes and 161% rise after announcing a farming and JV agreement on the Ophthalmia project. In more corporate news today, uh, Silver Lake Resources quarterly gold production 60,500 ounces versus 410 tons of copper at all-in sustaining costs of 1,452, that should be, and 411 tonnes of copper. Sales of 60,740 ounces of gold and 278 tonnes of copper at gold sale prices of 2,180 
an ounce. So that looks pretty good. Mineral Resources amended and restated their JV agreement with Brockman Mining. That certainly has helped uh, Brockman today. Accent Group, they've acquired that glue store retail business and wholesale. It's only a $13 million business, but clearly the market likes that, marking it up 11% today. And Oil Search, Q1 production, 6.87 million barrels of oil equivalent against a year a quarter ago, 7.06 million barrels of oil equivalent. Total sales of 6.69 versus quarter ago of 7.18. So investment expenditure, 250 million US to 350 million versus prior guidance of 325 to 445. Kogan, big focus today, as I say, falling 14.8. 3%. Q3 gross sales grew by more than 47%. Good news, you would think. Revenue grew by more than 65%. Gross profit grew by more than 54%. However, under adjusted EBITDA declined by more than 24%. This was the thing that spooked the market, and it already has been under some pressure. So not good news for Kogan today, and certainly uh, 14% down is a significant move for that one. On the economic front today, we have the latest CoreLogic Home Values Index showing Sydney dwelling prices have risen 2.3% on a rolling four-week basis to April 18 and Melbourne values up 1.5%. So it does seem as if housing is slowing somewhat. In terms of European headlines this morning, uh, not much out there. The two-day Biden climate summit finishes today and we have, as I said, at the top of this broadcast, we have seen, or I've certainly heard on CNBC, whispers that Janet Yellen is looking at higher taxes on capital gains tax on crypto profits. And in Turkey, one crypto exchange has gone bust and the owner has skipped town. And there seems to be quite a lot of money missing in that one. That's it from me today. Hopefully this broadcast will go out in its entirety. I apologize for the shortcomings and the shortened podcast in the last few days. My error was too enthusiastic and didn't let it upload properly. But thanks very much for listening. And a shout out once again to Hegan Nolan, who very kindly sent me some research this week on one of the companies that I follow. Apart from that, have a great weekend. Don't forget Anzac Day on Sunday, lest we forget. <laughs>